You are listening to the Self-Love Journals podcast, episode number seven, The Self-Love Models. Welcome to the Self-Love Journals podcast. I'm your host, Trisha Baker. Through a lifetime of journaling, I have discovered that everything you need to be your true, authentic self is already inside you, waiting to be uncovered. Tune in weekly as I share with you the things I have learned that block and boost your self-love. Welcome to the podcast, friends. I am here today, this morning, feeling a little bit under the weather, but it's good because I'm trying to teach myself that whatever state I'm in is enough and it's okay. And I would call this, I'm in a low power mode, but I can still function. I can still do things that I need to do and I can rank and I can prioritize things and I don't have to freak out anymore wondering why I'm sick and what I'm going to do and how I'm going to continue doing everything that I think I need to be doing. And this past week, I've been focusing on self-care because that was the episode that I released last week. And it was so good for me. It couldn't have come at a better time because I really needed to be reminded of what I need to do to take care of myself first so that I can take care of my kids and my family and do what I need to do to be my best self. I have a lot of exciting things that I'm working on and that I'm preparing to do. And, you know, sometimes things don't go the way you think they're going to go, but then you find that in the new challenges and obstacles, that's where the opportunity for strength comes out and arises. And I feel like that's what's happening with me. And I have a couple quotes that I have made up in my mind that I have in my head. And one of them is move forward without a fuss. I wrote this in my journal a few years ago because I was always so fussy over everything and I worried about everything. And I just thought, I just have to keep going, just keep moving through each task without a fuss. And another quote that I thought of about being good enough that says, it's good enough. I always just thought, oh, I don't like that for some reason. And so I came up with a new phrase and it's, it's enough and it's good. And I like that it ends on it's good because we can always do our best and we shouldn't do more than we can give or less either. Just an honest effort and it's good. So those are some things that I'm thinking about. And another thing that I just want to share, because I think it's exciting for me, is I have a degree in music therapy. And I've never mentioned it. And honestly, I've been kind of ashamed, I guess, because I haven't kept up with my certification. And I just felt like maybe I'm not a good music therapist, because the test was difficult for me. I failed it once, which is actually quite common. But the academic part was hard for me in college. But when I got into the field, I did work in hospice for about a year and a half. And I loved it. And my patients loved me. I've sang at about a dozen funerals. And a few of them, I sang songs that we wrote together while they were alive. And it was about their life. And the thing about me and how I've 
viewed myself, I just always downplayed everything. I didn't feel like I was enough. And so even when I was a music therapist doing these wonderful things with these patients who the music brought them to life and helped through their process in hospice. And, but at that same time, I was still so critical. And so after I had my first child, I decided I can't handle going to work and being a mom. And that was totally okay. But I kind of just felt like, oh, I can't handle both. And I don't know, I just kind of forgot and just thought, well, maybe someday I'll do it again, but it's going to be so scary because last time I was in the work field, it was just so nerve wracking. And, but you know what? That was like 15 years ago and I have grown so much and my, I've healed my self love. I have uncovered it. And so now, and I've been thinking about this for, I don't know, off and on for a few years, but I am ready. I'm starting a study, a study session tomorrow to study for the music therapy board exam. And I'm just really excited because I feel like it's time and that I'm going to find new strengths inside myself that I'm going to be able to work again out in the field and maybe in a new population, maybe in mental health, because I have learned so much. And I even have dreams of someday maybe opening my own private practice where it's a center for self-love and music therapy services, where the music and the things that that I do with my clients will be centered around uncovering self-love. So there you have it. Those are my exciting new dreams that, you know, I'm just going to see where it goes. And, but it's just, it's nice for me to feel like I, I can do things and that I really am starting to believe in myself. So today's episode is really cool because I'm going to be talking about some models that I've created that I've used on myself that I've developed through the trials of the things that have blocked my self-love and I've used them and, and they help and so I've prepared them in a way that can be helpful to you hopefully and before I do that I just wanted to quickly run through all of the six episodes just to get a rundown of of what what it is that I teach here so the first episode is Uncovering Your Self-Love, and on that I taught that your self-love doesn't need to be found outside of yourself. It's already there, it's intact, and it's whole, because when we're born, we all have innate love and worth, and we are all capable of loving ourselves. And so what I teach is how to access that, how to uncover it, and then how to keep it open and thriving. So that's in the first episode. The second episode is Stop Compulsive Thinking and Be Still. This one is really, really important because it wasn't until like a year ago that I actually realized that my thoughts were creating my emotions. I didn't even know that. I actually heard it in a podcast and I just felt like I was a slave to my emotions and my thoughts and that I didn't have control over them. And so you want to listen to that second episode if you haven't, if your mind tends to run and wander and if you have a lot of negative thinking. I teach you how to just stop and watch the thoughts and realize that you are not your thoughts and you're the awareness of those thoughts. The next episode is ego, the false sense of self. And the ego works closely with compulsive thinking. The ego loves to make you believe that you are not enough and that you need to seek yourself outside yourself and that you need more. The ego lives in the past and the future, never in the present. 
the next episode is about the three gateways to get into the present moment because the present moment is the only place where you are truly living and that is where you will find your true and authentic self and those three gateways are through the body through silence and stillness and through acceptance and then after that i have a special treat it's a meditation that i wrote on my way home from yoga class because during that class i had all of these analogies and just these words about what it means to be in the present moment and how to get yourself into it. And so I listen to it all the time and it works. I love it. So that's the fifth episode. And then the sixth episode is self-care is not selfish, it's mandatory. And I felt like I needed to put this one after that because we need to simultaneously take care of ourselves while we're being aware of the things that might block our self-love and self-care is not selfish and it's something you need to deliberately do you you just have to it's mandatory and everyone else around you that you love will be better off if you take care of yourself first so that's a recap of all of my previous episodes this episode is about the models I've created. So I wanted to define some of these words and it, it just helps me to put it into context and make it seem like, okay, this makes sense. A model is a system or a thing used as an example to follow or imitate. I wrote in my journal that I needed somebody just to show me the way or help me along the way. That's what a model is. It's not me telling you, okay, do exactly what I did because your life is completely different from mine. I mean, we may have similarities, but it's just a model, an example to follow. And so these models are just something for you to refer to, to kind of give you something to try to get out of a rut and to move forward without a fuss. Okay, so I've divided my models into self-love boosters and self-love blocker busters. So I wanted to find booster. A booster is a source of help or encouragement. So the things that are boosters are going to be like self-care and the present moment meditation because those are helps or encouragement to help you access and uncover your self-love. All of these things are to help us access and uncover our self-love because I believe that if you don't have self-love, it's almost like you are an imposter and your ego is running your life because you feel like you have self-esteem, but it might be for the wrong reasons. So the boosters are going to help uncover self-love. And then the busters, a buster is a thing that breaks, destroys, or overpowers something. So the busters are going to bust the things that block self-love. The things that block self-love would be compulsive thinking or the ego. Those are things that we want to destroy, overpower, or break up. And so the buster models are going to teach you and give you examples or models to try to, try to bust those things. So let's get into what a self-love booster model is. It's practical applications that offer help to access, uncover, and boost self-love and keep it thriving. And then the other model is the self-love blocker buster models. These are practical applications that bust or break down the things which block self-love. 
I started developing these along the way. One time that I notated in my journal that I was coming up with these great things that were helping was when I was 39 in the year 2020, and I wrote, thoughts and tactics are coming to mind that are helping me to stay grounded and move through uncertain thoughts and emotions. And that happened to me a lot where I didn't feel grounded and I couldn't trust my mind or my body and I just, I didn't know what to do. But I did have these models come to mind that I would refer back to and it would help me to stay grounded. And then another time that same year, I wrote, I'm doing some research on how to make a podcast. I have written in many journals and have kept detailed journals about my trials. I think it may be time to organize them and those lessons in a way that I can share my struggles and offer hope and inspiration. So I thought about doing this podcast two years ago because I I knew that what I was learning and what I was writing down and what was coming to me was important and that it could be a hope and inspiration for other people. So that's why I'm so excited to finally present to you these models that I have put them together in the most clear way that can just be quick and accessible and helpful. So the very first model is called the TIBO model, and that is an acronym, and it stands for Thought, Emotion, Behavior, and Outcome. So the TIBO model is used to identify thoughts and emotions and to choose your resolution. When I was overpowered with emotion, I didn't know how I got there. It seemed so sudden, and I felt stuck and trapped, and I didn't know And then I learned that my emotions come from my thoughts, and that blew my mind. And I started to research and listen more about how I could change them. But I've learned that you don't change them. You just let them be, and you acknowledge that you're the awareness. So when you feel an emotion, or even if you can identify your thought, you go through this model, the Tebow model, and you identify where you are now and what you can identify. For example, let's say you have an emotion and you feel anxious. You are having trouble concentrating. And then because of that, you are not getting things done. So you might think, okay, how did I get here? And you think, well, I'm feeling really anxious because I'm not getting things done. And so I think I'm thinking, I can't handle this. And I'm telling myself subconsciously, I'm not capable of doing this and I can't handle this. So this helps you to become more aware and accept that you're not your thoughts, you're not your emotions, and you're just going to identify these things. You're going to separate yourself and just fill out all of the lines of the thought, emotion, behavior, and outcome. The next part of the Tebow model that is awesome is that you can turn this around and you can choose your desired outcome. So you think, what do I want to have happen? So you might think, well, I don't like how I feel and I want to be able to get things done. I don't want to have to worry. So you fill out the Tebow lines backwards. So you start with the outcome and you write in, I want to get things done. And then you move up to the behavior line. What do I need to do to be able to get things done? And you write in, I have to take things one thing at a time. Okay, and then you move on to the emotion. What emotion would I have if I wanted to get things done? Let's say you would feel calm. You would do things calmly. So that's the emotion you're going to think about having. And then lastly, you can choose the thought you want to have to be able to get your desired outcome, which is to get things done. And that thought can be, I can focus on one thing at a time. 
and you just write it in as plainly as possible and you just work on those things and you tell yourself, you rewire your thinking and you start thinking, I can focus on one thing at a time. And you take a deep breath and you take even breaths and you say, I'm calm. And even if you don't think these things right now, it's okay. That is the point of doing this model is to change your thinking and then everything will follow suit after that. And your behavior, you start behaving by doing one thing at a time and your outcome eventually will that you will get things done. So this is kind of my biggest model that I have because I feel like you can plug in anything and it can be resourceful for any situation. Always refer to this one and use it as a way to process how you're thinking and how you're feeling and to be able to choose your outcome and work backwards to get to the outcome that you desire. The next self-love booster model, the grow and guard model. This model is, I call it the 2G question, just to be quick and remind yourself, ask yourself the 2G question, will this grow and guard my self-love? So anything that you are considering doing, or if you're wondering if you should do this or make a certain choice or whatever, ask yourself the 2G question, will this grow and guard my self-love? We want to grow our love for ourselves Not that the actual love will get bigger, but our capacity to love ourselves will get bigger. And then we need to guard it because there are those things that can try to destroy our self-love and make us feel like we're not worthy. So we need to put things in place that will guard them. And so this is just a quick reference to ask yourself, will this grow and guard my self-love? The next self-love booster model is the present moment model. And this is where I talk about the three gateways to the present moment. Just to break them down quickly, to be able to get to the present moment, which is where your true self is, because we can't live in the past or the future. And most of the worry that we create in our minds comes from worrying about the past and the future. And a question I love to ask myself is, is there a problem now? And almost always there is no problem right now. There isn't something you can't handle in this exact moment. And so it's really amazing how much growth can happen when you get into the habit of thinking about the now. All of the other worries, they just fall away and you stop worrying about them and your brain stops going through that worry cycle. You can learn to be in the present moment. And there are three main ways that you can do that. The first is through the body. On the meditation episode, I talk first of all about slowing your breath and breathing in and out evenly to create a grounded pathway to being in the present moment and entering your body makes you become aware of the aliveness of your body and your presence and your essence and your awareness and that that is your true self. So that's really, really important. And your breath can always get you there. It's always there. It can be as simple as you want to make it to be able to just breathe and feel your body. And when you do that, the next gateway is stillness and you can feel the stillness and that is where you can feel your true self and be in the present moment and all of the worry and the compulsive thinking falls away. And then the last one is accepting what is and to be accepting of whatever's happening. And when you do that, you bring yourself into the present moment and 
that is where your stability, your consistency, your grounding, and where you can just access and unlock your true potential is in the present moment. And so that model that you can refer to will get you there. The next self-love booster model is the I don't mind model. This one is to help you accept what is and to be in the now. And it's just something you can just ask yourself and just try throughout the day. Anything that happens to you, you just say, I don't mind. Just see what happens and you'll find that a lot of tension is released and you'll realize what things are truly important. And the last self-love booster model is called the low power mode model. This is the one I'm in right now. It's really funny, actually, because like I'm recording this and I usually get a little nervous before recording because my tendencies of wanting things to be perfect kick in. But I have this dull headache and I just feel like, oh, it's not the best that I could do. But I put myself in low power mode and I've given myself permission to do only what I feel like I need to do to take care of myself and my family, but not feel guilty. It's so interesting because part of me is like, oh, but I hate this and I can't do everything that I want to or need to, but I am just staying calm and telling myself it doesn't matter. This low power mode can be a great time to focus on rest and and other things that maybe I wouldn't slow down to do. And also in low power mode, you're actually doing necessary regeneration. I mean, even if you don't put yourself in low power mode, if you've ever just go, go, go and never allow yourself to stop and then all of a sudden your body just stops and you feel so sick and that's your body's way of stopping you so that you can recover and rest because it does need that. So this model is to use when you feel stressed, tired or overwhelmed or anytime you feel like you just need to be on low power. And you can give yourself that permission. All right. So, so far, those are the self-love booster models. These next models are the blocker buster models. So we want to bust or break down the things that are blocking access and uncovering of our self-love. So the first one is the compulsive thinking buster model. So this model is to stop compulsive thinking because that blocks our self-love and we can't just accept ourselves and be our true selves when we're compulsively thinking. The first step is to be aware of the voice in your head. The second step is to be the watcher of your thoughts. So just watch those thoughts and realize that you are not your thoughts. The third step is to feel your emotions in your body. And that one works with the present moment model because when you feel your emotions in your body that can take you to the present moment and that takes you to the fourth and final step which is to be in the present moment and that helps stop compulsive thinking. The next model is the ego buster model. The egoic self thinks compulsively. It has roles and identities and it's never content. And then your present self, it watches the thoughts. It is the awareness, and it is oneness with being. Knowing the difference between those two, you can ask yourself, which is leading your egoic or present self? The things you can do to figure out which one is leading is to make a list of roles and identities that you've taken on. I mean, this can be anything to like a mom, or I'm a nurse, or I'm a runner. You just list them all without judging them. Then you ask yourself these questions. 
Why do I identify with this role? Why do I say I am this? The next question is, do I need this to feel important? What would happen if I stopped running? That was one of mine. Like, if I couldn't call myself a runner, would I feel like I wasn't worthy? Because at our core, we are our essence and we are not what we do. And then the next question to ask yourself is, does this make up who I am? Do I need this to be whole? And the last question is, why do I engage in this role or identity? A question that I ask myself while I'm trying to take care of myself is, Am I doing this because I love myself or am I doing this to love myself more? I used to exercise so that in the end I would love myself more. And so exercise oftentimes became a punishment for me because I was telling myself, my egoic self was telling me I wasn't good enough. And so when you say, why am I doing this? Am I doing this because I love myself or to love myself more? That can be a clue to let you know that you are identifying with your ego and your ego wants to make you believe that what you have to offer and who you are isn't good enough. And that is absolutely not true. When you surrender and you become your true and honest self, that is where your true power comes from. And you will have things in your life that will come up and new strengths and powers that you never thought you had. When you dare to be yourself and when you are honest with yourself about why you do things and when you seek to be in the present moment. So I have created all of these models on note cards as printables. So I have divided up a sheet of paper into four sections and each of them can be cut out and you can put them in one of those photo books or you can just have them in a stack. And this is a process that I used to do with affirmations and just things that I wanted to remind myself to retrain my thinking. Whenever I was feeling overwhelmed or any of these things came up, and that's why I have put them into models so that you can identify, oh, I'm feeling compulsive thinking. So then you go through your book that you've printed out at home, you've cut out, you put it into a little photo book, and you find the page that says the compulsive thinking buster model. And it reminds you of what to do when you are compulsive thinking. And so I've made this very easy and they're really nice looking and you can just cut them out and you can read them every day or throughout the day or the week or you can go to them when you need them in the moment and this is how you change your thinking. I've tried this. I felt like I was always back at square one many times throughout my life because I would do these models. I didn't have them as models then but I had ideas that I would go back to but then sometimes... I felt like it wasn't working and I felt like I was in this square one cycle, but little by little, I was building up my ability to be myself and to learn to love myself. And at age 17, I started writing about this process when I said, I need to work on being more confident and think about what I am doing. So I knew that I wanted to be more confident and be in the present moment. At age 24 in 2005, I wrote, I feel a lot better and I'm motivated to do what I know I can. I feel a new confidence that I've never allowed myself to experience. I know what I'm doing is right. I need to believe more in myself and give myself more credit where it is deserved. I had many moments like this. I had more moments of self-loathing, unfortunately, but I did have moments where this came up 
where I did feel confidence and strength and I knew that I could do it someday. And these models are going to help you get there faster and you do deserve more credit and you deserve to believe in yourself, just like I said here at age 24. And then at age 29, I wrote, I am continuing to discover who I am and I'm shedding the old Trisha that didn't dare to be herself. I am helping others around me and my confidence is growing and shining through for all to see. A long time ago, it feels like at age 29, I was shedding the old Trisha and that means I was just replacing my old thoughts with new thoughts that believed in myself and that it was shining through for others to see so that I could help others. And then earlier this year at age 41, I wrote, ideas come to me and I just go with it. I feel like things are working out and I am choosing to make things work for me. I am putting myself first and treating myself the best out of everyone in my life. I am becoming the person I want to be. So I believe in all of you. Remember that your self-worth is intact. It's whole and you are 100% worthy of love and of self-love and that self-love cannot come from anybody else but yourself. And the good news is you already have it inside you and you don't need to go searching outside of yourself for it. So stop looking to your egoic self to build up what you think is self-love. It's actually covering up your true essence and your true power. And so I hope that you will go to my website, theselflovejournals.com. And under the more tab, there is a printables and you just click on that and you can print it at home. You can cut them out. You can keep them in a stack. You can laminate them. Or what I like to do, I just buy one of those little four by seven, I think, photo books and just stick them in there and they fit perfectly in there and refer to these, go through the Tebow model with anything that you have that you're not quite sure how you're feeling or what you're thinking, or if you want a desired outcome work through that model and plug in how you want to think and what you want to think and it works. I have been using these and it's just amazing how much my mind is changing and how my abilities to believe in myself and move forward without a fuss are just taking me forward and it's just carrying me and I'm really grateful for that. And so I hope you can use these and if there's anything that you want me to talk about or that you need from me or that you'd like me to share like please message me um, there's a place on my website where you can email me and you can ask me any questions and I would just love to help I just want to remind you that everything you need to be your true authentic self is already inside you waiting to be uncovered Thank you so much for listening and for telling your friends and family about this podcast. Take care of yourself, friend.